Hey, it's Elena. I'm here for another weekly update. This week, I'm actually gonna be talking about my adoption story. I wanted to provide some time before I really got into it for people to do a, a quick bio read or order my book, Coming to America, an adoption story on Amazon or through my website, elenalee.net, before I really got into this topic. But uh, today I'll, I will go a little more into it. I know the book, if you haven't read it, and I won't spoil it for you, goes into it briefly, but not too in depth. So today I'm gonna go over it, just to kind of give a, a sense of um, background as to my story and how I got to America. And uh, today actually you're gonna get a little bit of a different background too, my motorcycle in the back. Uh, my usual system was not working today, so I'm adapting. And uh, today I'm gonna do a video update in my garage. So hopefully not too many background noises, and I apologize if there is, but let's get started. So, my background. I was born in Russia, Kropotkin, Krasnodar, Krasnodar, Kropotkin, Russia. It's one of the, one or the other. It is by the Black Sea. Uh, growing up when people used to ask, what part of Russia were you born in? I would say, oh, I was by the Black Sea. That's why I'm so salty. And it was just an icebreaker. I, for those people who really know me, they know I have a dry sense of humor and it was just a way to break the ice for what I knew were the questions to follow. And most of the time questions when people hear, oh, you're from Russia. Oh, wow. Like, were your parents in the military or, uh, like how did you go from Russia to America and so for a couple of decades of answering the same questions you kind of anticipate the questions that are going to come so it, it, internally I start kind of making little jokes to break the ice for both of us right I, I already know what's going to come I already know I have to share my story and then for that person to feel comfortable asking those questions because some people can tell if someone's comfortable or not about the questions, but they're also curious. So that's just one way I broke the ice with the people that I talked to and share my story with. But um, yeah, so I was born in Russia and um, what I recall and what I've been told, um, I'll share and uh, mind you. So I was pretty much two weeks old when I was put up into an orphanage. Um, my biological mother basically had some mental issues. Um, we, I don't know my biological father, his name or, or anything about him. So there's speculation that he took advantage of my mother one night um, because of her mental state and she got pregnant, had me and really didn't even know that I existed. Um, my grandmother, biological grandmother, found me one day and clearly saw that I was in the same diaper for about two weeks and put me up for adoption. And that's kind of common actually to put kids, in Russia at least, into an orphanage because Russia is so poor that it's just a way to take care of the children that you may have until a certain age. And so it was pretty common, uh, but also she was so old. I think she was 75, 80. She knew she couldn't take care of me, so she did what she thought was best. 
so at two weeks old, I was in an orphanage up to about seven years old. And basically my, my adoptive parents, uh, at least they told me uh, the process, they took about two years to adopt me. And at a high level, their process was, hey, we wanna adopt. They went through an adoption agency. This agency helped build the paperwork and they worked with the Russian orphanages to get profiles of kids, basically. And so one thing that I had to do was kind of like audition, if you will. Basically, they, the orphanage caretakers and the agency came in and they had a conversation with me and they would film me uh, responding to whatever they were asking. I have no idea what the questions were. And it was kind of like an audition. They saw the interaction the child had with the agency personnel. And so these videos would then be sent to the parents who wanted to adopt and they would look at them. So it was like an audition and you got a profile of a kid. And I think I was about, three or four, maybe a little older when I was doing this audition. I, I, my parents here actually have the tape. And I remember, I think it was in high school, maybe middle school, they got the videos out and we watched them. And, uh, and it's kind of, I don't have too many memories from there, but it was kind of funny to watch and I remember I had super short hair. That was something that was just easy to maintain in the orphanage for the caretakers. Um, and it was just it was just funny and interesting to watch actually. And I recall during that time when my parents got the video out, I had asked. Uh, I think every kid to a certain extent asks questions to this um, similarity of like, hey you know, did you want me or uh, was I planned or in those kind of question realm. And so I remember asking, was I your first choice? And, and they said, no, you're pretty much our third or fourth choice. And at the time I was like, wow, that kind of hurts. Like I, okay. But basically what they explained was they got so many profiles, they went to, get ready to adopt kid and then all of a sudden it's like oh no you you can't adopt and so my profile didn't really get to them until i think about midway through their process of trying to adopt and over there in russia basically you are eligible for adoption if you don't get visitors or if there's like a release that your family or any visitor that would ever visit you is okay with it so I think what happened when they were starting to get ready, among many other things, was the kid that they wanted would then get um, basically put on the you can't adopt list because of whatever reason. And so I just thought that was funny when I asked that question. At the time, I was like, well, that, that kind of sucks. And in fact, growing up, I actually felt like I was the kid they never wanted, 
with a lot of things that I'll get into over time, but it was really only until I was an adult that I realized adoption, at least your choice. The parent can never say you weren't planned. So for those who are struggling about adoption and not feeling enough and feeling um, like you're not loved enough or because you're not biological, you're not as important or whatever you might feel, and I trust me, I felt all of those, at least you were planned. There's no way my parents just all of a sudden showed up in Russia. Like two year process, having to book flights, having to book hotels, having to work through an agency, any adoption basically goes through that maybe different process, but you and I were planned if you are adopted, okay? So that is one thing that adoptees I think should hold close to their heart that at least you were planned and wanted and then after the fact of whatever happens, then that that's that. But yeah, so my parents came to Russia, picked me up. Um, they came to the orphanage, saw me. I do recall my, my adoptive father and I pretty much bonded instantly. I didn't have too, too many male figures in the orphanage. There were a couple, but I'll get into that down the road. But my father and I connected pretty much instantly. And then my mother, my adoptive mother, we didn't. Um, we kind of clashed pretty, pretty early on. And uh, it shows for it in, in growing up, but we've, we've improved in our relationship. And I'll get into, um, into that down the road as well. But uh, I think we were there for 10 days or so, maybe two weeks. I don't recall the exact timeline, but um, yeah. So they, my parents came and adopted me. We, I think we went to Moscow as well to get on a flight, uh, got on a flight and then came to America and pretty much the rest is history. All the things that I wrote about in the book at a high level where I land, I come to the new home, I don't speak a lick of English, I get a, a teddy bear that my grandmother got and I still have to this day um, just starting to really adapt to living in America it was it was a very interesting time and then um, shortly after 9-11 also happened so there was a lot going on for uh, adapting to America English family including siblings a dog that I was terrified of, 9-11, um, making friends. I had just left all my friends that I knew for years in the orphanage. It was just a lot to handle. And all the things I wrote about in the book, in the, the children's book, um, some of the, the funny things, you know, about eating raw eggs, thinking they were cooked, that's all true putting forks into power outlets. That's also true. I was very curious. I got in, in trouble a lot 
um, something I'm not proud of, but kind of funny, I guess now. I, I don't remember what age I was when this happened, but I would bite my brother. I have no idea why, but um, funny now, at the time, probably not so funny. I got in a lot of trouble for that. I think I was going through a lot of trauma and I was misbehaving probably like any kid would. And not that I make any excuses for my behavior at the time, but there was a lot I was uh, processing and it clearly showed in my behavior. And that's just something that I think a lot of parents maybe not realize where if their kid is acting out, it's probably because they're not knowing how to process everything. There's a lot going on at that time and it's, it might be a trauma response. And just uh, listen, I know that when I was growing up, I lacked uh, people who would listen to try to understand. I was shut down quite some quite some times, and I just then didn't communicate at all. So I think another piece of advice I could give is to new parents that just adopted is try to understand what your child is saying, especially if they don't speak your language, which I didn't speak English for a couple of years well enough to really communicate. Just try to listen to understand. And if you don't, just just try. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like having a baby where you don't know what the crying baby wants, but you're trying to understand. It's kind of like that when you can't communicate to your new kid, right? And um, yeah, so just try to understand their perspective and don't get upset with them. It's, it, again, it's kind of like a baby. It's, there's only so much that that child can do and communicate and it doesn't, it doesn't help when you start getting really upset and um, putting your frustration on them as well. So hopefully that helps provide more insight as to how I was adopted, a little bit about the process through the, the weeks, I'll start going into a little bit more of the mental aspects of being adopted. There's a couple other projects I'm working on on the side for some adoptees as well. So I hope you stay tuned. I appreciate everyone watching and listening to this and reading the blog posts that I put on my website, elainalee.net. If you have any questions or topics that you would like for me to go over, Feel free to share with me, whether it's on my website or social, social media. Just let me know. I really want to help educate and even inspire other adoptees to share their story. That's my main focus. And um, yeah, I really appreciate it. And thanks for bearing with me as I uh, change my scenery and have my motorcycle behind me and my garage door instead of just a white background. But uh, Thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week's update.